0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. This is your favorite podcaster, Mark Contreras, with Making the Cut. Thank you for coming back and taking another listen with me. Uh, I told you that I had a surprise, and I released another podcast earlier. I'll tell you about that in just a moment, but before I do that, as always, don't forget to go and follow me on Spotify, on Anchor.fm, on the Anchor app. They're all free. You could do Spotify for free as well to listen to my podcast anytime you want. You can follow me there uh, and it will let you know when my next episode is going to be up. And I'm popping out a little bit more now. I know that I was away for a little bit because of the storm. Look, Stuff happens with the storm. We'll talk about that in a minute as well. And as always, I'm going to post my links on Facebook. I'm going to see about putting it on Instagram as well. Thank you for that. For those of you who are listening, also... Don't forget to keep sharing me with people who haven't heard me or or people who need to hear me. Uh, And so I'm going to do a little bit different podcast, a little bit different episode this week for my Sunday evening podcast. Uh, You know, We'll hit a little bit on other stuff, but going with it, I did do another podcast this morning. I did it with my buddy. I've been telling y'all, I've been teasing y'all that I have somebody I'm going to be working with and uh, we're going to be doing big things. And it is the big chief, Deep Bellavia. I released that one this morning. We met this morning worked out hey big chief thanks again man it's an honor to work with you I uh, appreciate it man we just flow it had I had fun can't wait to do even more with you and and see where it goes from there I know we're gonna do big things appreciate it man a lot big shout out to you bud and uh, so on this podcast uh, I just wanted to do a little bit different this time and you know I've done serious ones before uh, but this one here I want and you can see in the title and uh, the spirit of Louisiana. You know, if you if you were growing up here in Louisiana, you got to see, especially if you were in a New Orleans market or you got to see New Orleans news, uh, WWL or Channel 4 News always had uh, their header as uh, the spirit of Louisiana. And uh, I, that's really what I wanted to talk about today. I'm going to talk, of course, it's going to wrap around sports, but listen, we just had a major disaster here. And, uh, you know, prayers and thoughts, especially prayers to all those who are affected, uh, there's so many people that are still affected right now. We're, we're more than a week past it. Uh, you know, it, it's, I have to get away from the house to be able to have service to my phone. You know, that's rich people problems. Uh, there are plenty of people worse off than me uh, that, that are, have a long road ahead of them. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to talk about it because the reason why I want to talk about the spirit of Louisiana is because I was asked by quite, a, not just a couple people, but quite a few people recently, uh about it and when they begin to look and see the disaster, uh not only in Louisiana, but also in my area and in, in, in the town that I live in and the towns that I grew up in and and uh you know that was it was real deal disaster and it's it's like something I've never seen before. And but I was asked what why do you why do you live there? And uh, why don't you move away? And, and let me precursor to that before I answer that is uh listen if you, those of you that are, are from Louisiana Uh, and that it moved away, listen, man, I completely understand. I I have no qualms with that. I don't blame anybody for moving away, Uh, especially some people, like I have good friends like Jesse up in, up in, up in the, I think it's Montana. Uh, Yes, Montana. I mean, he is made for that, that life and and that lifestyle up there. And so I would never fault anybody from leaving and uh, leaving Louisiana and going to a place that's better for them uh, whatsoever. But I did want to explain the spirit of Louisiana and uh, the reason why I stay and why so many others stay here. Uh, and it's something different. And and really, before I get into it, it you know, if, if you're not from Louisiana, I know a good bit of you are not from Louisiana who, who listen to my podcast. You probably watch some coverage, if not a lot of coverage of the storm and what it did here. And uh, unfortunately, what happens is you only got to see uh, the talk of uh, the major news medias and even the weather channel talking about New Orleans. And uh, look, don't get me wrong. Uh, no shade to New Orleans uh, for uh, what happened there as well. But it wasn't like what happened here in Katrina because the levees didn't break. It, uh, it also wasn't like what happened to the rest of sur- the surrounding areas. And uh, New Orleans is rebounding. New Orleans will always rebound. That's just, just the way that it is. That's the way that the spirit of Louisiana is. We always rebound. Uh, but I've, I've seen many people post this and it's so true uh, that Louisiana is way more than New Orleans uh, and we have to say that because so many people were uh, feeling like they were forgotten because they can get the news as well even though they couldn't get anything else but they can see New Orleans was getting a lot of attention, a lot of media attention and stuff like that. Look, I understand uh, that is most people think that that's the capital of, of Louisiana but it's absolutely not and uh, honestly, a lot of people associate uh Louisiana with New Orleans, and, and let me tell you, New Orleans is, is really its own place, and uh, many people from Louisiana are not fans of New Orleans, uh, and it is what it is. I mean, there are parts of New Orleans and, and, and things with New Orleans that I absolutely love, and there are parts of it that I don't, I don't like at all, uh, but, uh, you know, New Orleans is still Louisiana and still part of it, but there's so much more to Louisiana than New Orleans, you know, uh, wh- what happens with that is when you get to hear uh, the news and only in certain places. And a lot of times it happens like that outside of even, uh, natural disasters or disasters of any kind. Uh, you only really get to hear about New Orleans because, you know, for a while it was the murder capital of the nation and, and all of the negativity and don't go to Louisiana because of that. But listen, outside of that, it's a completely different world. And I'll explain that to you in just a minute as well. Uh, so you can kind of understand it's way more than the people who stick here and who can't leave, it's way more than just the food yes that has a huge part of it because don't get me wrong if you've eaten in a different state even if you've eaten louisiana food in a different state it's just not louisiana food it's just not Uh, i mean you could even bring tony sassarys up or wherever you're at and it's still not going to do the job but just because it's different and don't get me wrong it's not always good for you don't get me wrong we have things in louisiana that's bad i mean when you look at new orleans you look at voodoo you look at all the different things it's And so you you have these different things, but you have a huger part or a bigger part of Louisiana that is outside of New Orleans. And again, that's not throwing shade on New Orleans. Uh, You know, uh, it's just to let you know, like, take a step back for a moment. uh, If you're being offended by me saying that about New Orleans, but literally literally take a a step back and look at the areas that were so heavily impacted by the storm. Uh, When you begin to look at them, the areas that were just absolutely demolished, uh, whether we're Homa, uh, Laplace. Oh my goodness. Laplace is just, I mean, it was underwater and it was destroyed. Uh, Hammond, Ponchatoula, Livingston, uh, uh, Holden, all these different areas. And there's many more that were hit so much harder. Cocotree. I mean, all these areas were just hit so much harder uh, than New Orleans and you got little to no uh, news coverage on it. And so you need to know, but all of these places and I, I could tell you this, and you know, if you're not from Louisiana, we th- you, you, you probably still know about gumbo, but Louisiana is a gumbo state, not just in the food in a sense, but man, everything about it is you have all these different ingredients, all, ingredients, ingredients in one state and you don't realize it because you have all these different flavors and all these different accents. Man, even if you go to the South Shore around New Orleans, you have all the different accents down there. You have the Chalmations and Chalmette from the parish where they have their own accent. They have their own way of living. Uh, when you go to Metairie, they got a different accent there. you got places down in New Orleans that sound like they're from Jersey. Some of them sound like they're from Boston. you got all these different areas. And, of course, you come up farther on the North Shore, you got different accents there. You have this conglomerate of seasoning with all of the people. So you have this beautiful thing with Louisiana. And, yes, I'm going to wrap it into sports. Just follow mm-hmm. with me. I want to build it for you so you can understand what I'm saying. Uh, but... You know, I, I, outside of just this hurricane, I've been asked, they ask, like, why Why haven't you left? Why won't you move? Why won't you uh, get away from there? Because it, it's easy to see just on the narrative of only what you get to see from Louisiana. Because, yes, we did have Katrina, but you, you have to understand, too, that was like 16 years ago. It was literally 16 years ago to the date from Ida and Katrina hitting. Uh, well, what about the floods in 16? Well, yeah, man, it was 2016. And that was an anomaly as well, because I mean, the first flood in March was the 500 year flood and then the flood in in August was the thousand year flood. Nothing like that had ever happened. So yes, I mean, things are different, things are changing and you know, you have that, but it's still this resiliency that comes from this state. And I'm going to explain it more to you in just a moment. And it's going to tie into sports. I promise you it's going to tie into sports, but If you're from Louisiana, you understand what I'm saying right now, and you appreciate what I'm telling you right now. And if you're from outside of Louisiana, which many of you are, you'll get a little bit of a glimpse, a little bit more of a glimpse of why we stay here or why it's so hard for us to leave. And I can tell you this, there's something that hits you if you do evacuate for a storm uh, or for something serious or some type of disaster that happens something that grips you on the inside. It says, I got to get back. I got to help. And I'll explain some more of that as well, too. Back to just a little bit of a second for like the narrative of only New Orleans and you only get to see New Orleans and you only get to hear about it. Man, look, last year, and I'm not building my case for why you should stay here in Louisiana, but I I just want to share this part. Like last year, Lake Charles got hit by uh, two hurricanes, man, and it was absolutely demolished. But because it wasn't on the national news, many people didn't really know about it I mean you got a little bit of talk about it and knew that it got hit and got hit hard Uh, but it wasn't the talk like when in Katrina where the levees broke in New Orleans and all of the news and everything was there and you you had the Red Cross coming in and you had FEMA coming in and you had people uh, football stars donating millions of dollars I mean you even had Leonard Fournette only giving a hundred thousand dollars for for what happened to New Orleans uh in this hurricane in Hurricane Ida so it's you have to understand there's, there's much more, uh, to Louisiana than it is, uh, New Orleans. So I wanted you to know that. And so sometimes it can be a narrative, just like it is a narrative with any news that you hear. so we only want to, we will only want to look at the situations where people are looting and, uh, having to fight out with the police and dirty police down in New Orleans, at the Danziger bridge and, and, and those types of things. But there's so much more, so much more beauty here. And look, man, I also begin to look at it when you go to other places, you know, I have family in Alabama, uh, when you look at the tornado that happened in Tuscaloosa a few years ago, when you look at the tornadoes that happened in other parts of Alabama, uh, literally like two years ago that destroyed so much, uh, up there where my family is. Uh, when you look at Houston and Texas, man, they seem to the flood almost every year now. Uh, when you, if you think about Florida, man, Florida gets hit by hurricanes more than we do. And I'm telling you, Mississippi Gulf coast still hasn't recovered from the hurricanes that they get. I understand, but. I understand there's other areas. I mean, you have Kansas and Oklahoma that have tornadoes and Tornado Alley. You have all those things. You go to California, you got earthquakes. So there's always things, man. And, and so you, you have to have, like, this is where home is or this isn't where home is. And, and so part of, a lot of us still have that, that this is, this is home. And so, uh, you, you, you know, just to keep going with it, it, there's a different spirit. And I want to explain that to you, the spirit of Louisiana for you, just to give you a little bit more insight on it and, and tell you more about us. Yes, a lot of times we get looked at like we're the crazy coon asses or the crazy coon, uh, Cajuns. And those of you who are in the big time Christian family, coon ass is a name. It's not a it's not a cuss word just to let you know. So don't go uh, trying to cast the devil out of me and throw a cross and garlic on me, please. Uh, but but it, it's it's almost like a nationality or like Creole or any of those things. It's just something with Louisiana. I mean, of course, we have rednecks. We have you have all of it, but there's much more to it. We have so much passion here, and it is, you know, on our license plates, it says uh, sportsman's paradise, which is true because, man, it's so much here that you can do that you can't do other places. There are other places you can do similar, but it's something about here. It's something about Louisiana that just grips your heart. There are plenty of people who move from Louisiana and can't get out of Louisiana, not because they they can't afford to. uh, I mean, I'm sure there's some people that are like that, but there are people that just can't leave because it becomes home because the spirit of Louisiana just captures you. Uh, You know, don't, don't, don't get weird on me and like spiritual and all that though. This is the inside and I'm explain it more. And I know I keep saying it, but I really want to explain it more to you. Listen, there's something inside of us when things happen, uh, like these natural disasters, like the floods, uh, like the hurricanes that rises up inside of us Mm -hmm. that are here. And when it does that, it's something that America in itself needs. Now, uh, again, going back to the New Orleans situation and the narrative, you don't get to see that a lot of times, what everybody else in Louisiana is doing. What happens is when these disasters happen is you see things that just disappear. You see racism disappear. You see the rich and the, and the poor working together. You see politics and all of the, the evil politics and dirty politics, which Louisiana is known for, uh, kind of just disappear for a moment in time, because it brings everybody together. Now, you don't want to say that it has to take that, but it's almost like, you, you know, I don't know in other states, but definitely in Louisiana, a lot of times, the only time you see families at funerals, it sucks, but it brings everybody back together. So don't, it's not all about the Debbie downer, I promise, but there's, there's this something inside of us that, that clicks and it's, everybody begins to become neighborly. And, it, and it, if that part was shown to the rest of America, it would wake America up. It would be like after 9-11, where when the towers hit and all of America came together because we realized that all of the other stuff doesn't matter. All of what the media tells you with racism and all of what the media tells you about the rich and the poor and, and whatever, the stock market doesn't matter when natural disaster happens or when disaster happens in itself. What that happens, it grips Louisiana, every person in Louisiana. And of course, I, I say that, but of course, you know, you always have that less than 1% so that the news can catch something. You can see an idiot doing something where the, the, the gas, well, how do they call them? Gas holes. And it, make sure you hear that enunciation, gas holes. That, you know, somebody's shooting somebody in a line of gas at the gas station. So uh, you always have that one off are that less than 1% who people are idiots, and that's what the news is going to pick up on. But I want you to know what Louisiana is about, man. Uh, there's a reason why our football teams are so passionate. Our foot, football fan bases are so passionate. Now, don't get me wrong. Some of us are, are definitely uh, spoiled with the recent successes, whether it was the national championship at LSU in 19, the Super Bowl in 09, and, and all of the years with Peyton and Breeze uh, being so good. And, you, you know, there were times where we were horrible. And so, but we even in those bad times, the true fans were so passionate, man, and it was so different. There's a different spirit here, man, and it is really like the American spirit, where people pick up uh, that that no, this is who we are. We're going to stand together. We don't worry about the creed, the color, the race, the religion, any of that nonsense, because we all become a big family again. We all become the, oh, a state together, and we become a nation together. And what happens in these times of disaster is absolutely what our nation needs it right now. You know, with, with everything that's going on where politics and racism and fake racism, you, if that's offending you, again, I've told you before, if you're offended by anything I say, you can go milk a bowl. I really don't care. I, I don't care if you get offended by me. I'm not, a bad, I'm, I'm not uh, catering to somebody who's easily offended or looking for things to be offended about. Uh, go take it up with somebody. I don't care. Uh, But listen, these things, they really, they really can change you in a good way. And it really can change America because if everybody in America saw what's really happening in Louisiana, listen, man, God bless the, the linemen, by the way, before I forget to say that they've done a tremendous job. I know that there are still people without water, still people without lights, but they have done a tremendous job overworked themselves uh linemen from different states that's huge man thank y'all if you're listening thank you so much uh, we can't we can't repay you enough for all that you've done uh, and again with the one-offs you, you know you have some people who have uh electricity but they don't have cable and they're going to sit back and complain <laughs> because they don't have their cable which you kind of wish they did have cable so they they could uh see that those are they're hurting so much worse than them because they don't have running water or electricity yet uh, or they still have a tree in their house uh you know But when things happen and hit close to home, it gives you a wake-up call, man. And this is what, unfortunately, you only get to see part of it on the news, but this is the part. You don't understand where all these people come together and they begin to help each other out. Neighbors who don't get along with each other begin to take care of one another. People who hate each other begin to take care of each other because of what matters most, life. People who have different agendas and different beliefs begin to take care of each other and check on each other and cook for each other and house each other because it's more important. They find out what's more important in times like this. And it wakes everybody up. And if everybody in America got to see it, it would wake everybody up. It would shut down all of the, that nonsense that's tried to ravage our nation for the last couple years, last few years, this division thing. Uh, but, and I know I'm getting a little political, but just follow with me. Listen, there's something about Louisiana that, that rises up inside of us, man. There's like this thing that comes inside of us. And get biblical on you for a moment that uh, like like in the Bible, when Jesus looked up and saw the multitudes, it was moved into c- compassion to where he had to do something. Like many people can sit back and say and point and say, there's a problem there. Uh, those are all those poor people. They need some help. But there's something inside of almost every single Louisiana person that says, no, something has to be done. And if it's not me, who's going to do it? And so that, that rises up inside of us or like biblical times too, when Nehemiah began to look at all of the desolation of the, the kingdom of Israel and the walls of Israel being torn down and it moved him with compassion so much that he said, I have to do something. We have to get this back, right? We have to fix this. We have to rebuild the walls, man. It's the same thing here. It's the same thing with the people in Louisiana. Or you even look at the the people after 9-11 or you look at Pat Tillman, man, that, that when, you, when he saw what happened, something rose up inside of him and said, "Hey, I have to stand up, I have to do something. If nobody else is going to do something, I'm going to do something." And even if it's a small thing, even if it's you standing up and saying, "Hey, I will house somebody if I need to. I know my, we don't we're living off a generator or whatever, or we're, I have to house somebody." you know you run into people that are just so beautiful on the inside because you didn't realize it before until times like these. In Louisiana, we don't wait on the federal government to make their 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 calls to go save people. Listen, man, the Cajun Navy. If you're from, not from Louisiana, you may have been helped out by the Cajun Navy, or your parts of uh, uh, America that don't even know about the Cajun Navy. The Cajun Navy was created here in Louisiana by people who stood up and said, "Hey, man, there are people drowning. There are people hurting. We have to go out and help them." While the government is telling the military or government's telling the government officials they can't go in. The Cajun Navy goes in. We don't wait on that. That's the kind of spirit that is in Louisiana. That same kind of spirit goes into everything that we do. It goes into our cooking. It goes into our relationships. It goes into our sports. When you begin to look at the sports, you can understand a lot of the stuff of the sports. Now, if you've never been to Tiger Stadium, you've never been to the Superdome, you may not understand because you only get to see the stuff on the TV. Yes, we have those outrageous fans. And I'll explain it to you. You, you. you heard the times when Tebow was at uh, playing against LSU, and they had his phone number. They dialed him up, and they're chanting F-U Tebow. Yes, that part was classless. Don't get me wrong. I'm not cheering on that, but I want you to understand that. What you don't understand, and if you ever go to an LSU game, to an LSU tailgate at least, you don't even have to go in a game. If you go to a tailgate, it will change your life because there's no other tailgate like it. There are other great tailgates. There's the Groves with Ole Miss. There's up in uh, Tuscaloosa and Bama. There's all over the place. They have great tailgates, but there's nothing like Louisiana. You can be for the opposing team, wearing their jersey, wearing all colored up. You can be talking trash to an LSU fan, but they will still walk you up and offer you food, offer you drink, offer you water, offer you whatever you want, hang out with you, chill with you before the game. Then the game comes on. You're going to be your mortal enemy. And then after the game, guess what? You're going to get that same hospitable uh, uh, mindset and treatment. It's just the way that it is. That's who we are. Like, for instance, I took my brother-in-law who had never been to an LSU game. And then the game that I took him to was, uh, uh LSU against Texas A&M. And it was ironically the game that, that actually saved Les Miles' job for, you know, what, six more, six, seven more games, something like that. But he had never been to an LSU game. And we parked all the way back out by the, the old golf course back by, uh, uh, the new Alex box, and we walked up, and I did that on purpose. Now, uh, multiple reasons, it was free parking, yes, but the other reason was I wanted him to be able to experience the whole situation going up to Tiger Stadium. As we're walking up, uh, I don't even think I don't even think he ha- he may have had an LSU shirt on that I get uh, given, him. but as he's walking up, we were coming up, crossing the tracks, walking through. I mean, you use tents for as far as your eyes can see. And as we're walking up, almost every tent that we're walking by, people are offering us food. And he's like, dude, do you know them? I'm like, no, man, I don't know them. That's just how Tiger Stadium is. That's just how Louisiana people are. Almost everyone, I mean, they were offering him boudin balls. They were offering him a drink, whatever he wanted. And we were just walking through. We weren't stopping and talking to anybody. But it's just like that even if you're not from Louisiana. It's just like that even if you're not an LSU fan. That's how it is. New Orleans is pretty much the same way. I mean, you're, you're, the, the passion that comes with it comes from this spirit. It cultivates into our love for our sport because our love for our sports, our LSU, our Saints, our Southeasterns, all of it, even the smaller schools, Tulane's, uh, McNeese State, all of it, all that cum- culminates from the spirit that we have for our love for our state. And you have to understand that it just it exudes through through our fan our, our bases for our sports teams. Uh, you, we may get there for the Pelicans one day, but I don't know. NBA is kind of hard to catch on to. And, uh, you know, Louisianians, we see, uh, we understand what uh, when when the media tries to, you know, for the most part, we understand when the media tries to pull one over you in a sense. And and so NBA, even being here in Louisiana for quite a while, uh, you know, uh, we don't we, we don't really get with all that division stuff because we understand. Uh, the true meaning of what it is to be a Louisianian and the spirit of Louisiana you know uh, the tailgates the spirit, the the neighborly uh, mindset and, and the self-sacrifice for the betterment of others and, and I'm telling you you, you, Unless you've lived here, you don't understand. And those that have moved away, you understand as well. But it, it was better for your family to move away if you did move away. It was better for you, better opportunities, whatever it may be. Again, that's not a down on anybody. Mm-hmm. But those of us who stay, you just understand uh, that it, it, it's just something. It's not that we don't want to leave and there's not beautiful places that we wouldn't want to live and stuff like that. But it's just something, especially like this, that it just brings back. Louisiana, the spirit of Louisiana is really family, man. Uh, we don't turn on each other forever. <laughs> don't get me wrong. There, there are situations where uh, you know, we're, we're separated for different uh, whatever um, offenses or, or, or whatever the media creates or whatever it may be. But for the most part, you know, that's why I always say in all of my podcasts, I are, are put the hashtag, take politics out of sports and make uh, sports fun again. Because, man, even in America, even outside of Louisiana, sports has always brought us back together. And that's what it's doing right now. I know LSU's having a hard time right now, and people are Debbie Downing and all that kind of stuff. The Saints look really good today, uh, even with uh, famous Jameis, 30 for 30, uh, playing quarterback for us, which he's actually impressed me thus far. Uh, but there, it's this, this thing of family, man. There is this Southern hospitality that, that is not, uh, it's not fake. It's definitely legit, and it's definitely real, and it, it embodies us as a state as a whole. And honestly, part of the reason why so many of us find it hard to leave is because when you do visit other places, you see some of it, but you don't see it as in a whole like you do here in Louisiana. And so I know this is my sports podcast, but I do know that, uh, we had a major disaster here in even close, up close and personal for those of us who never had it before, even worse than Katrina, uh, you know, even worse than the floods in some, some instances, um, But, you know, it gives us an opportunity to look up. It gives us an opportunity to celebrate what's most important. It gives us an opportunity to look and say, hey, man, I was really worrying about things that didn't really matter. It gives you an opportunity to sit back and say, man, I was really trying to, uh, you know, get so many things in my life that didn't matter. And uh, I was worrying about things that didn't matter the most. And when you have those opportunities to live in the bare minimum for even just a moment, it it brings you back to reality and it shows you what's most important and it shows you the people that are around that you didn't even realize were around that are there to help you and uh, even for simple and small things even if it's somebody uh, offering you over for food because all you're eating is uh, Vienna sausages from from Dollar General and so it's a huge thing and man, I I love Louisiana for that who knows, I may move somewhere one day but as of right now, Louisiana's home man, and I, I just don't see myself going anywhere else and and and, uh, and there's many reasons why, uh, and I think I just hit on all of that for the most part. But I love to visit all the different places, and and, and even more places. Uh, but this is home, man. Uh, you you know, when, it, it's something great about going on vacation and staying somewhere fancy, and and eating at all the great places, and sleeping in a a comfortable bed at a fancy hotel, or staying with family in a different state and whatnot. But then there's something. Just so comforting when you walk back in your house and you're back home. And uh, to me, that's what Louisiana is. And to me, that's what the spirit of Louisiana is. So, anyway, I know I took a lot longer than I thought it was going to, uh, but I just couldn't help but share. And I, I did want to say, listen, God bless everybody in Louisiana. Uh, you know, we're, we're all in this together. It's a long road, still a long road for a lot of stuff, but we're on our way to recovery. And we're recovering a whole lot faster than I believe we did in Katrina. And, uh, you know, hold on if you're still suffering, we still got you, uh, let somebody know if you need help and, uh, you know, it, what, what a blessing it is to live in this state and to be a part of the spirit of Louisiana that should also be the spirit of, uh, of the United States. And, uh, anyway, so don't forget all my podcasts are going to be on Spotify. Uh, they're going to be on anchor.fm and the anchor app. And there's some other areas that you can find it as well. Uh, but you also can find my link on Facebook. Hey, share, share, share. Share my podcast, even if you don't like sports. Like, for instance, this one was about sports, but it was more so about the spirit of Louisiana so people can understand. Hey, God bless you. Love you all. See you on the next podcast.